Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the duo of feathery weather and weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with cheese is Philadelphia. Bullsh- we are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We're going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Burns with Friends on a Thursday evening. Cowboys week in full force. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Dunn here to talk about the latest that's going on with the Eagles. We will have a little crow thine enemy. We'll have a little super sorecasting. Put your uh, suggestions in the chat if you are here. We'll have our crystal bald eagle predictions. And we'll be joined after the break by the one and only Dan Is to talk uh, about Swooper, to talk about uh, an update five games in on Johnny Gans, where things stand between him and Zach. Uh, is like he physically making sure to appear in Zach's dreams? Is, does he have a way to do that? Uh, we'll get into all of that, but we got to start by asking Zach, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this podcast. Uh, Thursday night pod, big game this weekend. I've got, I've done a lot of work on this game. Who does UCLA uh, have? Oh, you're talking <laughs> about the Eagles. The oh. Eagles game, yes. Uh, so excited for this podcast, excited for this game, excited for. These next few days leading up to the game, we have some good coverage coming up. So looking forward to that. MD, what's popping in your neck of the woods? I'm super excited. Deniz is here. Um, we talked all day long. He sent some graphics along. He's big ready. Flex. I'm ready. I'm ready for a big swooper sore casting. I'm, I'm pumped for this episode. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, without further Freddie ado, let's send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman for the latest on what's going on with the undefeated birds as they prepare for an NFC East showdown in prime time. The Eagles returned to the practice field today. It was their first practice of the week, and the good news for the Eagles is that they have a much healthier team, relatively speaking, than they did one week ago. And what I mean by that is even the players who are injured were limited practice participants. So we'll go over the big injuries. That's Jordan Mailata has the shoulder, but he was limited in practice today. Jason Kelsey has the ankle limited in practice today. Avante Maddox, who's missed the past two games, limited in practice with the ankle injury. Jake Elliott, the right ankle, limited in practice. So that's progress there. And then Landon Dickerson and Isaac Samalu, both of whom uh, played last week, both of whom have ankle injuries 
both limited in practice. Kenny Gainwell was a full participant. Patrick Johnson, who had the concussion, was a full participant. And Boston Scott is no longer on the injury report with that rib injury, right? So uh, the Eagles can expect to have him back. So they had other players who were limited because of rest. That is standard operating procedure, in particular for their first practice of the week. Like I, Like we said yesterday, they had the walkthrough on Wednesday, but we were out there today. A, a dreary-ish day wasn't, you know, it, it's it was it was a fall day, but it was raining this morning, raining off and on. They were still out there in the practice field. Looks like it's going to be a nice weekend for Sunday, and uh, eager for that game from the Dallas side. Obviously, you'll see that Dak Prescott was a limited participant in in, in practice, but. Cooper Rush is going to start this game, right? That's already been made clear. And then Micah Parsons has an injury that he's been nursing, but he's he's going to be on the field. Those are really the big ones as 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 well. So uh, that's the injury report. Other than that, not not much news to discuss. We can get into you know particulars of this matchup. I think this is a really compelling matchup. But from a news perspective, that about covers it. Back to you in the studio, Bo. Hey, thanks, Zach. And, uh, you know, stay dry out there. <laughs> yes. It, it fortunately was not raining while we were practicing. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, not while we were practicing, while they were practicing, while we were at practice. How uh, how sorry are you? How divided is your attention to be doing a podcast live as uh, your boy Carson Wentz is preparing to play in primetime? Well, I will watch it. And, and uh, shout out to... Seth Wickersham and Don Venata at mm. uh, at ESPN, a, a really uh, you know good story, eye-opening story on what's going on in the commander's organization at the ownership level. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It's one of those real eye-opening ones where it's like, ah, oh, man, I, you really thought that Daniel Snyder had everything together well, and was a guy on the up and up and, and was like a, a beloved person in every social circle that he's in. And, and to see this is like, wow. I mean, it... There were illustrations no. in that story that, yeah. Oh, I'm not, I believe me, I'm okay. not like the story okay. was fantastic. I just, okay. like, <laughs> what a surprise. Daniel Snyder yeah. is a cockroach. Oh my gosh. Good stuff. And, and well timed, obviously, on their, on their part to uh, get this bad boy in in time for a, a standalone game. And uh, look, it's been a tough week for Carson. <laughs> right, it has been a tough week for Carson. He's getting knocked left and right. So, and this is like like uh, one of the first times where it's like unfairly so. Like for Ron Rivera to be putting everything yeah. on Carson Wentz is extremely unfair when he has done absolutely nothing. His defenses have been terrible. Like what? Like how about how about a little uh, accountability? One of the five core values, Ron. And then for like other owners in the story to be like, oh, so Carson Wentz is the answer to your problems, right? And Daniel right. Snyder really wanted to like the. Uh, and then Rivera has to issue like an uh, an official statement that he did yes. in fact want Carson Wentz. Uh, it, it, it certainly seemed it, it certainly seemed more of the issue. And and by the way, the Eagles the Eagles can't uh, the Eagles aren't much better in this area, but they they weren't attractive enough to land the top quarterbacks who were available. Well, at least Russell Wilson, who they were interested in. Report came out they were interested in Jimmy Garoppolo, who who, who then had shoulder injury. Uh, I'm sorry, shoulder surgery. They were interested a year ago in Matthew Stafford. They couldn't land Stafford then. So I don't think they went into this offseason with like Carson Wentz or bust. It was kind of uh, – it was what was left after the other options on, on there went off the board. Yeah, but they were also like too aggressive – 
Sure. Like they could have yeah. waited on Carson Wentz. They, they, those guys were off the table, but they were still uh, sure way too aggressive in and not waiting out the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's Baker fair. Mayfield's been terrible, for instance, but yeah. they could have got him for nothing, or they could have got Garoppolo probably in the summer for less than they gave Carson Wentz. So, you know, just a just a poorly run organization every step of the way, at every level. Agree with that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, Zach. Um, before we get into uh, some of the matchups and some of the Crowdon Enemy stuff here, um, anything from the locker room the past couple of days? Our, our podcast yesterday was before we talked to Jalen Hurts. Uh, anything that that he said that sort of jumped out to you? Uh, that he jumped. So, I mean, Jalen's not too revealing. What was what's there was one little thing that yeah. He what said I found interesting thought, was so I interest, you know yeah. Got so those I reporters had, uh, rabbit ears I, up. So he, he said, yeah. So he said after the game, if if you recall that, uh, I I don't want to misquote him here. He doesn't like hearing about five and zero. He, he certainly you likes want to misquote him. He he certainly likes being five and zero. He doesn't like hearing about five and zero, right? And I was kind of uh, I, I was trying to dig further into this concept. And one thing he says that that he didn't say he struggles with it, but that he has to kind of battle with or remind himself is to appreciate the wins recognizing it's it's a cliche that it's hard to win in the, in the nfl but it is hard to win in the nfl right it's it's not it's and and i i think i think marissa sees this up up close every week right it's, well, marissa, it's marissa right now has her matumbo on she is knocking out <laughs> these hot girls here uh <laughs> sex posters in the chat she's doing a fantastic job she's gone <laughs> yeah. So what 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 Jalen Hurts says on is, my watch. is 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 essentially this is something that that he needs to. It's it's something like he almost battles with because his mindset is is enough is never enough was the phrase he used like to never be satisfied. But then on the flip side, like enjoy a win. It is hard to win in some of these games here. Uh, it it takes a lot to come out of that on the winning side. So I, I thought that was at least like a human moment from Hertz, right? It's, it shows that there's, there's uh everyone kind of has internal conflicts that they're dealing with. That's, that's not like a major internal conflict, but, but that is, I, I thought that was an interesting admission. Uh, certainly Jason Peters, quotes down in Dallas, got a lot of attention. We can discuss that. You were in on Jason Kelsey today. Jason Kelsey is so thoughtful. And I th- I thought the response that he mm. gave, about um uh, i'm sorry about jason peters was interesting you can get to that um yeah i mean he had like a he had a very long pause because you know jason kelsey is very aware of the fact that like what he says is going to make the rounds and so he knows that like what he says about jason peters is like what's going to be the thing that people play about jason peters and and he obviously has a like a world of respect for the guy and so he's trying to give him the respect that he deserves. And so he took like a long time to think about it. And um, his, his message was that was basically twofold. One is that Peters had and has the best like feel for the game of anyone he's ever been around. And sometimes that's like noticing that like a a defensive lineman's got like one foot in front of the other or something like that. And knowing what that's going to mean, or sometimes it's like, just like scouting the opposition. Like the story he told was that uh, your boy, uh, you know, proto Josh Sweat, uh, Daniil Hunter was like, you know, a few games into his career or at least a few games in his breakout season. And everybody's talking about Everson Griffin. 
and the, they're watching Everson Griffin on the on the tape, and then like three plays in, Jason Peters is like, "Oh, watch out for that other guy. Like, he's the one that he's the one to be worried about." Um, and that like the marriage of uh, like the very technical precision of offensive linemen with that feel is what made him um, amazing, uh, aside from the athletic ability. And then in terms of personality, um, it was interesting he because he contrasted it to like what coaches think. He said. Like Jason uh, cared much more about what matters in the locker room and what matters with teammates than he did about like what coaches think matters, which is, you know, like, I don't know, practice hard or, you know, what, whatever it is that, that like hard ass coaches sometimes are, are uh, too aggressive about. Um, and, you know, we've always heard the stories of and seen up close and personal that like Peters was always after practice working with the like bottom of the roster developmental tackles, but uh, stuff like that. And also um, like just as a teammate, the things that Kelsey brought up were like, if, if uh, a guy's car breaks down, exactly. you know, Peters is like, okay, well, what, what kind of sound is it making? Like you, this or that, like I got a guy for you, all this, all this stuff. And so uh, it goes back to sort of um, we've, you know, we've both written about Jason Peters in the past. I had a thing about sort of like the, uh, the most interesting man in the world. Like he's got all these different personalities um, and everybody's got their own Jason Peter story. And he does, you know, he, he was like, uh, and is, I think um, just a, like a hall of fame teammate in addition to as good of a player as he is. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause I was actually going to reference that story that you had, because uh, one thing that real that still lingers with me about that story that I still recall about that story is Jason Peters helping some of these players with their finances, right. When they come into the league yes. and, and what, uh, you know, what, what plan to pick. And I, <laughs> I, I, I pointed out as a way of saying that sometimes coaches and certainly us in the media and sometimes fans like can get hunkered down on, all right, what was the player thinking on this play on second down in the third quarter of the game where like, like these guys have real human things going on in their lives um, that often go beyond what's happening on that second down in the third quarter of the game. Right, you like know, financial like, literacy at uh, yeah. you know, 22, 23 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, I, what do, I wouldn't know what to do with my money. I still don't know. I still have no financial literacy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but like things like Thank the, God for the, my brother-in-law. The, the, the same things that all of us deal with on – on you know certainly you know we your your car's making a funny sound like you said what do you do about it you're in a different city right um or uh if if you yeah if if you're trying to figure out what what health plan to pick or something for your family or, or where to send your kids to school or you know you're trying to deal with a realtor or you know all all types of things you're you're electing certain things in your taxes um like their deal and and so i've heard stories and and, and you wrote this about jason peter's really helping guys out with that side of the NFL. Um, and I, I, I don't want to speak for him for Marissa, but, but like, I imagine that's, that's something that players deal with that probably doesn't get enough attention because we're so focused on what happens on that second down in the third quarter. And Kelsey said, uh, you know, j just like, and I thought this was exactly right. Like the presence that he had in the building, like everywhere Jason Peters goes, he's the coolest person there. Like, He's the biggest, he's the biggest person. He's the one who's everybody's like, wow, that's Jason Peters. Um, and you know, this is like it's sort of a joke, but you know, they the 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 Super Bowl's over, they win the Super Bowl, they're going, they're going to the party. And who's the one guy who carries the Lombardi trophy from the locker room to the bus to go to the party? It's he wasn't even on the he was wasn't even playing in the game. 
he was injured. It's Jason Peters. Yeah. Like he was the guy. He, you know, he's the one who has the gravitas to walk into the coach's office and say, I'm not playing left tackle until you give me my money. CTC. And it works. Yeah. It worked. I I can learn from him, right? Um, mm. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. Um, but no, uh, other than that, speaking of Lane Johnson. Now, do we think today, he's gonna play in this game? I know he's he's returned to practice. Yeah, uh, he, is he I've been reading about the chest gonna, injury, but yeah. it certainly sounds like he could be out there. So but certainly. is he does he step right in? Or is it uh who's it is it Connor McGovern or it's the other uh Connor? It, yeah, Connor McGovern's on the Jets. Okay. So it's no, there are two Connor McGoverns, I believe. Right. Oh. There's Connor mm. Hughes. Let's pull it up. Connor McGovern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Connor McGovern on 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 oh, the Cowboys. There's two. There's, yep. Yeah, yeah. There's the one that went to Penn State and the one that went to Missouri. If if that's my like memory serves. Really... I mean, that's that's yeah. annoying. Is what. Yeah. That is. Like, <laughs> one How do you think they Google themselves? Name. Like that's like terrible. <laughs> is that something oh. players do? Michael texted, yes, McGovern. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably, I'm probably going to get scolded that I didn't know there were two. Because he knows NFL that, because he knows that's a job that he could do better. Is what, yeah, what's gosh, going on. I, I should have known. But yeah, so I, I imagine the rosters later tonight. <laughs> I, I, how did Michael feel about the, about the Colts? He thought it was funny. I sent him, the, I, I sent him a screenshot of it and I got LOL back. <laughs> nice. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I imagine McGovern's going to be playing left guard uh okay so we'll do that so i, I was speaking to lane johnson today and uh because i i've gone back and, and watched a, a number of parson snaps and he, he he lines up all 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 over the place right he had that he had the strip sack at the end of the game the other night from over the right tackle had a strip sack over the left tackle oh i'm sorry had another sack over the left tackle um and you go back to that tampa game when he had two sacks he was feasting on the backup left tackle there donovan smith went out uh, but Lane Johnson says he actually prefers to rush from over the right tackle, but they move them all around in the spinner role. Um, something, you know, and, and when we get into the matchup, we can discuss this, but uh, you and I were both asking Jason Kelsey about the, the stunts and the games that the Cowboys run, um, as opposed to blitzing, but what's interesting. And, and I thought uh, Kelsey pointed this out and Lane Johnson talked about it too, is that teams might be less apt to do that when you have a mobile quarterback. Right. Uh, so something to uh, when you're facing a mobile quarterback that opens is. up the rushing lanes. Yeah. So curious to see uh, for full disclosure here. My my video is behind. So I actually don't see you guys speaking. Um, so I'm, I'm going to jump out F at the break. Uh, for our a few other things. Mo is just moving his mouth, pretending that he's speaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm on a delay because okay. I just saw Bo <laughs> moving his mouth. But he's not um, saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the the <laughs> the the Micah Parsons uh, pick is a fascinating one to me. It's something that I'm exploring a, a little more. But I thought Sirianni had a good answer. I asked Sirianni how they were going to plan on uh, or how how they envisioned Parsons playing in the NFL, and he kind of gave an answer that he was just lobbying for them to get Devonte. He wasn't really thinking about that. Uh, so basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so those were a few nuggets from the locker room. Okay. Uh, I I think quickly on the matchup, because I don't want to, I don't want to keep Dennis waiting too long. Um, we, we, you know, we talked about it with Nate yesterday. It does really feel like, oh, is he, he's, he's hopping out. All right. Yeah. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, it does feel like the, the headline of this matchup is the Eagles offensive line against the, the Cowboys defensive line. 
or at least their pass rush. Um, but I also think like, uh, you know, what is Trayvon Diggs going to do? Is he going to follow AJ Brown? Um, he didn't follow Cooper cup last week. He would, he did go inside in, in the slot on a few occasions, but he didn't follow him across the field. Um, I don't think that, uh, who is it? Jordan Lewis is their other corner or Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. Uh, I don't think those guys are necessarily up to the challenge of shutting down whoever the non Trayvon Diggs guy is. Um, so if there's time for Jalen Hurts, I, I feel pretty confident that they'll be able to throw the ball. Um, but if if Micah Parsons can wreck a game, we'll, we'll see what happens. So like is is Jordan Mailata healthy? Is like how hampered is he at left tackle? He did practice today, as you said, Zach. So I think that's the expectation that he'll play. But uh, is a like a, a 60% Jordan Mailata good enough against this Cowboys front with all those games? Is an injured Landon Dickerson and injured Jason Kelsey and banged up Isaac Sayamalo? Like, are they at full, uh, you know, ability? Or or is this a matchup where, despite the fact that we think of the Eagles as having the best offensive line in the league, where you know it, it could it could go sideways? Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to watch that because Jordan Mailata, for as as good as he is, and he's really good. Obviously, I'm not breaking news here. Uh, I think he only allowed you know, three or three and a half sacks last year, but two of them were in that Carolina game to Hassan Reddick, who at least from a, you know, physical perspective is more comparable to, to Micah Parsons than a pass rusher. They'll see on a given week. And even though, even though Lane said that Parsons likes to rush over the right tackle, if they move him around, my guess is you don't want him to rush against Lane Johnson, who has not allowed a sack since 2020, who's playing at a really high level. You would try to get him on either the left side or, or, or maybe over a guard um, than, than going against Johnson. And Johnson's had some epic matchups with Demarcus Lawrence in the past. So it's a real curious to see that component of it because they, they do move Parsons around. Um, but no, you, you bring up a really good point. And I think, uh, I think that it's, I sound like a football guy saying this, but the lines of scrimmage like one too. are the lines of scrimmage are where this game's gonna be determined, right? This is one where like if you're if you're doing the 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 NBC promo for the game, you shouldn't put up well, I don't know if Cooper Rush is gonna get a, a, a lot of eyeballs, but Undefeated. you shouldn't you shouldn't put up Jalen Hurts on one side and Cooper Rush on the other. They always put the quarterbacks up, maybe the marquee wide receiver. What you should do is you should put up uh, you, know, uh, you put Johnson. up Jalen Hurts and you put up Micah Parsons. That's what you do. Those are the two I mean, stars. Put up, I'm pretty I, sure I, I put up Jalen Hurts and Cooper Rush in this YouTube graphic. So oh God, I, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Myself. I, well, no, that is a wonderful thing. To wow, do shot. You're, you're a better marketer. Than wow, I, I guess that's why wow. I don't work for NBC. <laughs> no, NBC is probably doing the same. Exactly. So yeah. Wow. No, I. I Not was a football to girl. No, I was saying that I'm this is totally one. Exactly. This is one where you put the Eagles' defensive line and you put the Cowboys' pass rushers because that's the matchup of the yeah. game. Well, and and just to quickly on the other side, I just I mean we can get into it in the in uh, the Crystal Ball Eagle, but I just I just find it hard to believe. I know maybe I'm people have doubted Cooper Rush before, but they've gotten so many turnovers from their defense and so many like actual points from their defense. Aside from things like that, I find it hard to to see that offense having really sustained success um, against the Eagles defense. And this is the best defense that they have faced. So we'll see. Yeah. The, I think a, a big variable to this game. And I, I, I was kind of trying to 
not go too deep into the matchup now because I know we're going to circle back to it. But if 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 we are, is you look at the effectiveness of this Cowboys defense, and they they're they're really good. You you can't take anything away from them there. Although I know I know Denise will say they're not the '85 Bears, um, but uh, the the quarterbacks that they faced uh, have not been particularly mobile other than Daniel Jones, who had, I think nine carries for 70 plus yards against them, but Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford, uh, Carson Wentz, um, who am I missing? Who's, who's the one other game in there? Uh, Joe Burrow. Yes. Joe Burrow. Thank you. Yeah. Our, and, and, and Burrow did have, I think 15 yards rushing in that game, maybe, but not, a, they're not changing the structure of the defense with the, with the way they run. And then, like I said, Daniel Jones ran well against them. So curious to see how this will look with a quarterback like Hertz who runs, number one. And then number two, I don't expect this to be a heavy drop back game for the Eagles. Okay. I, I expect this to be, uh, obviously runs, RPOs, maybe, you know, you get Hertz on, on, on the move. But I don't think Hertz is going to be sitting in the pocket for these guys to just just come and sack him, right? He's, he's going to be quick to throw or quick to move. So I think fundamentally they're going to be a different offense than what the Cowboys have faced, and the Cowboys' rush defense is not particularly good, right? It's it's middle of the pack to like bottom third in the league. Uh, so that's why I think this is a different type of matchup. I, I, I don't think, and we'll get to the predictions later. I don't think the Eagles are going to be lights out in this game, but I also think this is a different offense than what the Cowboys have seen. Hmm. All right. Well said. Why don't we, uh, why don't we take our break enough appetizer, enough prologue? Let's get to the main event. Let's bring on Daniz after this break. A, uh, a nice word from our sponsors. All right. We are back on Burns with friends, Bo, Zach and Marissa and we welcome now the king of the denizens, ladies and gentlemen, Daniz. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on again. Anytime. Thanks for coming. You want. Uh, now, stay in your respective corners. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I, I said this before Bo came on earlier, and I want to I, I certainly don't appreciate that it's been cast as like myself versus Denise because I respect him. I appreciate him. I admire uh, his intelligence. One's allowed to his disagree without being disagreeable, right? So I, I, I certainly, uh, I don't like when it's. And you do the same thing with Coach Flynn. And Marissa says <laughs> I need to embrace the entertainment value of it, and I get that. But from a, a, I, I, I want the record to show that I have great respect for Professor Selman. Oh, I know you're just trying to soften me up, Zach. I mean, you know, this is. I'm glad your, uh, your strategic. Uh, ways are, are better at this than they are at Swooper. Look, with the way Jonathan Gannon is coaching, I don't need to soften you up. Right? <laughs> like, like, okay, the the performance speaks for itself. Wow. You are exp you're expecting a, an apology? Is that? Oh wow, an apology. I, look, um, the the uh, crawl the, back, the, the Gannon yeah. Appreciation Society. Even we met earlier, and <laughs> you know we we uh, we determined what the appropriate response from Professor Selman would be. I see. I see. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled that the defense is playing better. I, I, like I said last time, I'm a fan and I, and I was hoping that I would be wrong about Gannon and it's been five weeks. Um, some of the, you know, some of the numbers are looking really good. Obviously the team looks a lot better on the field. 
we're going to see. Um, I don't know when we're going to see uh, against good teams, like how it yeah, works. True. It might not be until January. <laughs> Just and, and, you know, we talked about this last time, too, with the schedule. But uh, it's looking. Where were so you far. right about the schedule? Um, you know, I am a little bit a little bit concerned about some things. I thought like in the last game, some of the softer coverages and things like that started to look a little bit more like last year. Um, turnovers are a huge part right now of, of the right. reason the defense is looking good. And we know that turnovers, especially on defense, are not a sustainable stat over time. Uh, Eagles are first right now in forcing turnovers per drive. That's up from 25th last year. That's a that's a huge jump, obviously, that, that kind of changes everything. Uh, but yeah, across the board, I mean, the, this defense was 20th in points per drive last year, sixth this year, uh, 25th in DVOA last year, fifth this year. I mean, just better at literally like almost every single ranking stat you can find, uh, the team's doing better. I mean, hitting the quarterback uh, slightly better, but the adjusted sack percentage, uh, fifth, this year, up from 28th last year. Uh, all of these numbers are, are looking better. And the defense looks a little more normal. I mean, last year it was it blitzed, you know, 31st in the league. This year it's 18th. It's middle of the pack. It just kind of looks like a more normal defense, which is which is nice to see, like to not be characterized as this soft defense that never blitzes and always plays cover four, right? Um, it's nice to change it up a little bit more and, and all that, and we're, and we're seeing that. So I'm, I'm and happy Gannon with that was sort of intimating uh, this week that the you know a majority of the defensive game plan last week was to try to corral the quarterback run game uh, Kyler Murray as a rusher which was successful until basically the last two drives um yeah. and I you know I guess I believe that I think he he was talking more about why they were so stuck on uh, that sort of 515 package as opposed to really playing much nickel um but I'm I'm willing to buy that as long as we don't you know see that against these next few teams yeah well I mean, I, I, the 515 i mean like the base defense the 5-2 which they didn't play a single snap of this this last week but 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 then there was a lot of 515 i think the the biggest difference and it's not being talked about enough in, in my opinion is that 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 package existed last year the problem is the team didn't have a nose tackle and so Josh Sweat famously was playing the 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 four eye. Right. I, I made fun mm -hmm. of McLean for talking about the four eye all the time, and I have now talked about it two straight times. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, jo Josh Sweat playing in the four eye and then having you know Jay and Jannard Avery is very different than having three actual yeah. defensive yeah. tackles in there that discourage running inside and that make it you know easier to to corral a running quarterback because the edges are just further out, right? Like I mean that makes a lot of sense, and I also think that. Um, uh, TJ Edwards has been has been shockingly good. I mean, like I, I was not expecting, like if you told me there's going to be five one five, I would have thought Kaiser uh, White would be the guy playing right. in that one spot. But but Kaiser White plays in plays in dime, but but he doesn't play in that five one five. And and I th I think TJ has been just way better than I I thought he could be. Um, it, so uh, so it's ahead, it's almost as if, so overall, and I I sound like Larry Karras here, but it's almost as if players matter. Right. Like players, like players, formations, plays. And um, this is not directed at Professor Selman. This is more at uh, the overall uh, sentiment toward Gannon last year. But I, I and I think a lot of what Jonathan was doing was to compensate for his personnel. Now, Shield has made the point in the past and, and it's a valid point Who? that a, a good defensive coordinator or a good coordinator or a good coach on any side is coaching above their talent. You don't want someone who's just coaching to their talent, and you certainly don't want someone who's coaching below their talent. 
But I think for what Gannon wanted, I, I think what Gannon was doing last year oftentimes was to make do with the personnel that he had. And with better personnel, he's able to coach better. He's he's be able he, he's able to have a matchup dependent defense, which he couldn't have last year. Sure. I mean, if we're using things that Shield says to support our arguments, Shield also <laughs> says that the defense's improvement this year is a Howie Roseman thing. And that I don't know who you guys are talking about. And, uh, <laughs> and well, I look, think... if, if you have an opinion against Gannon, it, it's, it seems that opinion cannot be moved. So no, 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 no. And, and no, that's across he's, the board. He's moving. No, no, no. My opinion can definitely no, be moved. No, Shield isn't. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought that Jonathan Gannon was capable of messing up even this uh, good uh, defensive <laughs> personnel group, uh, and he has not messed it up so far. So, so that's great. And, and there are and some there also that the like those overall metrics like EPA per play and, and success rate and, and all those things. Uh, if you take out the Lions game, which was the first game, they go they get way better. I mean, the Lions game was the worst game for EPA per play, worst game for for rushing uh, EPA, worst game for passing EPA, worst game for points, obviously, um, worst game for, for, for every pretty much every stat. And so it is nice to see that the there seems to be improvement. Now, how much of that is that Trevor Lawrence can't hold onto a wet ball for some reason and things like that? I mean, like there's a lot of randomness. It's only been five games, right? So we have to, we have to wait and see. Well, and to that point, I, I think what is maybe more telling than, than just the performance uh, in, in terms of a strictly Gannon conversation, um, because we know, as you say, that the turnovers uh, will regress to the mean at some point, he like, he is coaching differently, right? Like, he, you know, you, you mentioned the blitz percentages as as you have highlighted, uh, like the blitzing percentages on first and second down, especially are much different than they were last year. You know, he's sending big blitzes at a, at a higher rate. He is coaching different in addition to having better players. Yeah, for sure. I will say one thing about the blitzes on early downs when you're using these, um, you know, like like services to, to look up yeah. these numbers. They will call it a blitz when that entire five man line on a five one five. Yeah. all rushes so that's you know like you know there are some people who don't call that a blitz right like and so yeah. so it's not you have to be a little yeah. bit careful when you're living in that 515 your blitz numbers are just going to be inflated and so there are teams that get you know very high uh blitz numbers and you watch them and you're like they don't look very aggressive but it's just because those you know those five guys are rushing and they're not particularly hard to block sometimes um, and that fifth so. guy is only rushing if the guy doesn't come out of the backfield like it's a yeah, right. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just yeah, to be a yeah. Little someone bit told me this week. So yeah, someone told me this week that that certain teams qualify their blitzes as as six rushers and not five for that reason that you said. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I know some people consider it a blitz if it's someone who's not on the line of scrimmage at the beginning. Uh, you know, actually blitzes like so. It's a little bit of a surprise or or, or that kind of thing. But yeah. Okay. Um. um Dennis, I would like to uh, ground this podcast to a to a screeching halt, if you don't mind. Um, I have a I have a two can you for you because of oh. your your mastery of the roster. Um, this By is the way, Connor McGovern, guys. Like, how do you not have a Dallas Cowboys depth chart that you made yourself? Like, I had it correct. I, I it was <laughs> I right. We I mean, said McGovern. It was me. Uh, right I said here. the. I yeah. was thinking the Jets because you know I do the Jets podcast mm. in it. Yeah, so. Yeah. I know no, they, weeks, everyone's going to be ago, mad at me. I understand. Two, I'll I'll be better. Two weeks ago, <laughs> Peters and McGovern were doing the uh, the left guard rotation. Uh, That's uh, right. Just, That's right. Desperate attempts to 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 be like the 2017 Eagles. To recapture the Eagles. That's exactly right. One yeah. of my favorite bits of all time. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a, this is a Wolfston preview for you, Dennis. Uh oh. The Eagles have more players on their active roster who have the word "son" S O N 
in either their first or last name than oh, no. any other team in the league. Oh no! It's great podcasting. Two, yeah. can you name the ten players on the active roster who have a son in their name? Almost twenty oh percent. Wow, that is a lot. Um, that is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> uh, so obviously, you, you can imagine how enthralled the players were by this stuff. That's right. Uh, so I need to. Wow, Landon Dickerson. Correct. Uh, uh, oh my God! Wait, what? There are ten. There are ten. Eight last name, two first name. First name? Mm. What? <laughs> oh, like oh, oh, is it oh is it a little bit Lane, uh, uncomfortable okay, when Johnson, somebody on, puts you on the, the spot Johnson. with so it? Lane Johnson. Yes. Tyron Johnson. Correct. Patrick Johnson. Yes. Okay, what are we up to? We're up to that's four. You've four? got six left. Okay, You're forgetting CJ one. Gar- CJ Gardner Johnson. That's exactly yeah. right. Nice job, Marissa. Okay, so that's five. Um Wait, what? There are five more? <laughs> there are five more. Uh, oh, no. Mm. Really? Two mm-hmm. first names? Oh, my goodness. This is terrible podcasting. And... Yeah, but it's nice. It's it's a little bit uh, nice to have to, to have the foot on the other shoe. Uh, as yeah, our listeners yeah. can be playing along at home. Mm. See if you guys can get them. You will uh, you will kick yourself when you see these. Mm. Dennis. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I obviously know the entire roster and yes. the entire practice squad <laughs> by heart. It's just that, right. like I, you know, my brain has yes. not compartmentalized them into sons and not sons. Welcome to Birds with Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is what we do. Uh, yes. Wow, I'm guessing that none of the others are starters because i'm going i've already gone through the starters in my mind i feel like uh they're the both first namers are starters yeah. wait what <laughs> no i'm just yes. like no that's, that's just not true and like probably two of the five best players on the team okay all right well um is the sun it's not like... like i know these i have a list up so i'm i'm not trying to sound arrogant like i know who what we're doing here yeah yeah no that's um oh hassan reddick okay very nice yes all right okay okay so that's that's one of the two starters um and then did you say the other first name one is a starter correct <laughs> dallas sun goddard like what what close uh what uh, Zach is left for the audio listeners. Zach oh, has decided Maybe. he is. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> Sorry, I had to brutal. sneeze and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you like would you like some hints? Uh, sure, I guess. Um one of them uh, two of them are backup defensive linemen. Um, one of them is a defensive back and the other is an offensive lineman. Oh, Zach McPherson is the defensive back. Correct. Um, offensive lineman on the active roster. Probably the most famous player on the team. <laughs> oh, Jason Kelsey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> okay. Son, you know, Jason. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, and then All right. the, the- Both defensive ends. Two backup defensive. Yes, ends. one is like the newest guy on the team, who's like a name that only you will know. 
Oh, Janarius Robinson. How yes. can I forget? Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> has not played, but not eligible for the Feely because he was not on the roster in week one, as, as only you will know. That's exactly um, right. And the other one is Teron Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Jackson. Yeah. Wow. For... Yeah, for those aspiring podcasters at, at home, wow. get a guest who's really smart, who has unique insight on the team, who can really enhance your podcast material, mm. and then ask him an esoteric question that has nothing to do with his area of expertise. Well, at least you at least you got the last part right. But also, I, I'll <laughs> say I'll say that uh, I'll say that it is fascinating. I think it's a fascinating psychological thing that like like I definitely know. <laughs> Right. Like all 80 guys like involved yes. here, including like Pop, IR, everything. And I and I could not come up with that. So. Well, would you like to go for the two practice squatters and the guy on, on Pup? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got Tyree Jackson, you've got yes. M- Marvin Wilson, and you've got uh, the newest guy that I'm not even sure Zach knows this guy's name, Roderick Johnson. Oh, Roderick Johnson, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. I know Roderick Johnson. Of Florida's, Florida's, on, uh, Roddy Roddy Nate, of course. Six, yeah, six foot five, about 298, was with the Houston Texans. Come on. Number, <laughs> number 74, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, yeah, number this is, this is, yeah. He's actually in the, he's in the locker room a lot. Yeah, he is. Yeah, friendly guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's not one who hides. There's a so. lot of Johnsons. Oh, my Roger gosh. Roger Johnson mm, isn't hiding there. from the media. That could be a drop. Like, like he's, he's, he's willing to talk to you guys. <laughs> What's that? Roger. I said Roger Johnson's not hiding from the media during. So I I do this thing where I try to say hello to everybody who walks by, right? Um, so they 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 start to associate you, and but you try not to like if a guy's walking back and forth a number of times, you don't want to. It's like saying God bless you to someone after like eight sneezes in a mm. row. You only need to do once, right? So. I only need to hit them with the hello once. And Roger Johnson's one of these guys who seems he's he's walking through like back and forth a lot. So I don't want to be like, "What's up, Roger?" Like five times. Ooh, maybe in a he's row. looking forward to those hellos. <laughs> maybe he's he <laughs> continues so. to walk back and yeah. forth because he likes he, he likes that from you. <laughs> but yeah, so I I I do do that. Yes. Well, I, uh, I know you don't like it when people give you ideas for articles, but uh, correct. I was I was kind of hoping the Wolf Stand this week would be you talking to Auden Tate about how he had to give up his number 13 to uh, to Dicker the Cameron kicker. Dicker. Uh, mm. Like, what does it feel like to have been on the practice squad all year and then have to give up your number? Uh, you know, he's now wearing 84, uh, in case anyone didn't know. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, that didn't cross my mind as a possibility <laughs> uh, for the Wolfstone this week, but but yeah, now I can promise you that I won't do that. <laughs> question yeah, because no, I, know, you, I know i'm sorry yeah, exactly instead it, instead he had this great idea about interviewing the people who had son in their name right so that, that yeah that's that's the uh that's why the new york times uh purchased the athletic yes. that's why they're push notifying uh the power rankings for <laughs> yes. some reason uh how about the uh the offensive how about the offensive side of the ball uh dan is what what sort of jumped out to you what what has you uh you know what? What do you want to scream from the mountaintops to our listeners about what we've seen on the on on offense so far? Yeah, I don't know if you guys watch these um, JT O'Sullivan QB school videos. Uh, I watched the Jalen Hurts one. Yeah, yeah, he had he had he had one on Hurts a few weeks ago. I think it was after the third game, maybe. Um, That's right against Washington, and he was pointing out that that there don't seem to be any like hot routes uh, built into the the offense, and I can't unsee it now. <laughs> like every time mm. there's a pressure, it seems to be like there the 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 it's like like a like throwing a screen is the only way out right. of that and it certainly was in the last game there were 13 or 14 screens or something um and 
like only six of them, I think, were against blitzes. The rest of them were just like, you know, the box seemed crowded, and so and so just threw it. I would love to see more of that, um, but but you know, we're we're nitpicking here. I mean, the offense is obviously doing really well. Um, it's it's second in the league in avoiding turnovers, sixth in scoring, uh, fifth in uh, DVOA. Um, I mean, it's looking it's looking really good, and and I'm and I'm not surprised that it is. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was very well designed last year, uh, given the limited, um, you know, talent at, at wide receiver in particular. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see. I'm happy to see the way the way it's going. The, the stuff like AJ Brown not getting the ball for a game, like that's similar to Devontae Smith not getting it in Week One. Like I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's really anything. Like how many like this, the sure. sample of normal dropback plays in that game were so small that. Um, well, didn't you think it was a little bit odd that none of those. 14 screens were to AJ Brown. I can't believe AJ Brown isn't the guy who blocks uh, right. on those. Like he's usually on the other side and it's like Quez and Devante blocking for each other. And Quez, <laughs> like, I mean, Quez is on the field so much. And and, he and he never so blocks. He's bad at bubble blocks. Like, I don't know, I, like, you know, I, like I'm, I'm sure it's hard to do. Like, I, you know, I don't want to like, <laughs> like sure. but, but I mean, like, it, like it would seem like hmm. after, after those don't work a few times and they didn't work much last year. Um, you know that you you might I don't know like AJ Brown seems like a big dude who can block a guy like or, or Zach Pascal like I mean yeah we have not Pascal's seen much of the eleven really with Pascal over on, on yeah. Isaiah Simmons Zach's favorite player um, who mm. frankly isn't good at anything like it's really <laughs> funny to watch him on film and and, and 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 like I don't watch college football so these oh that's unfair he's at college. least a little fast what I watch these guys I mean Kyler Murray is an example of this too this is like a little mm. bit of a hot take by me but like like I'm like I think people think this guy's good because they saw him in college like because as someone who only watches the NFL it's like uh, I don't I don't I don't see it but um but I mean, yeah Zach had a great block year, on Isaiah right? on Isaiah Simmons so now weren't they seven to no last year the Cardinals well that's uh, why yes. somebody might draw draw a comparison yeah, between this Eagles but I'm saying, that. but like it's the Cardinals it's not like Kyler Murray's. The Cardinals last year are the are the are a good warning sign for for what the yeah. beginning of the season can mean. I think it's it's good. But that, it, I don't think Kyler Murray after every game last year was saying that that wasn't up to his standard and coming to practice early the next morning and things like that. I think I think things are a little different. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to take a break before a swoop, or should we just get right into it? It's. <laughs> Let's get into it. Well, 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 you know, we've got. We'll, we'll is there anything more for the defense? Like, is 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 that really all? We're oh, Zach wants more. He wants things? more groveling. More apologies. No, I, no, I, I just no. It's, it's, I think, it's I think, not that. I think use use of personnel. Like, I think Jordan Davis has been huge. Like, he plays as the nose tackle on almost every single one Exit. of those five one. Yeah, five. he does not play in in in, in, in four man front. Very, he does not. Few. He plays. He's played, in, he's played exactly. a handful. I think single digit snaps on the season in nickel. And some of them. And sixty four percent of his snaps have, have come on first downs. So like he's yes. very much being used the way he was. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't do the five one five on on obvious passing downs. Um. So yeah, which basically means, and I know Kelsey was talking today a little bit about how he has some new pass rush moves and stuff. But like, I mean, that's clearly not something that they want him on the field for yet. Um. I I think that I think that having a real nose tackle like makes that makes so much more sense and then having the same linebacker be Hassan Reddick instead of Jannard Avery yes. <laughs> obviously like when you have the guy who's leading Brandon Thorne's uh pass yes, rushing I rankings, meant to bring that up uh, tied with Micah Parsons for first place in in the in the league like 
when you have that guy playing there instead of Jannard Avery, who they didn't like him pass rushing enough to even have him do it very much, uh, it just makes a huge difference in, in what that package makes an offense think about, right? And, and I think that that's been great. And that's obviously good use of personnel. The one thing that I, that still annoys me is there's there's off coverage on on short to go downs, whether it's second or third down a lot. It'll be like cover three and, and both corners will be playing off. And the only thing that prevents those from just being automatic first downs is that teams don't always take what's what's given to them. <laughs> uh, but that's always there. And I think that when you play the Tom Brady's of the world, like they will take that every time. Uh, you know, Tom Brady threw like a bunch of zero routes at this team in the playoffs last year and and they all turned into first downs because you're just playing off and i think you've got slay you've got uh james bradbury obviously these guys are very good in coverage like use them you know what i mean like like don't be worried that they're not going to be able to cover guys like especially against a team like arizona i mean the guys you're covering aj green you know like like i, I don't i don't i think it's important to yeah i think i i i, I still think a lot of that has has to do with their proclivity to or the, or their preference rather the emphasis on avoiding ex- explosive plays i'm just looking at my explosive play charts the opponents had nine the first week a big part of that was those big runs for the second week five the third week four the fourth week and then eight last week, right? So that's yeah. that's kind of philosophically the way they're going to be structured. I agree with you regarding the off coverage. the The big thing, and and I, I I know this is nitpicking because you're talking about your your backup defensive line, but we talked about Jordan Davis's usage, and I got to think like at some point here, Jordan Davis needs to be the better option than either Milton Williams or 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 Marlon T. Um, when they rotate those guys in, uh. It seems to me that they're really trying to um, hold him back from a playing time perspective, maybe because of conditioning or something like that. But I I want to see what he looks like rushing the quarterback um, in instead of Marlin or instead of Milton, because I don't think they're getting enough from that group to justify not having a first round pick on the field. Yeah, I think again, the list like, of think- the, the list of players who have had a disappointing season for the Eagles is very short, and I think Milton, Milton Williams. Williams is probably yeah. the top of that list. Yeah, I was yeah. going to bring that up if you guys didn't. Like, I was so excited about him based on the end of last year in particular. I thought for a rookie, he was so good at reading stuff and seeing like that the play was going to go the other way and things like that. He had TFLs in a lot of those games late in the season because he could read what was happening. Like, he has been invisible. I mean, like he's been yeah, playing totally the same number invisible. of snaps. And is just invisible. So, um, yeah, uh, not good. I, real quick thing to quote: the Eagles' defense this year is third in DVOA in third and fourth and long, and twenty eighth in third and fourth and short. Mm. So, um, obviously, everyone's better in third and long than third and short. But this is ranking against other teams in the league, right? So, um, and I think that that's that's a little bit of a function of the of the off coverage. Yeah, the the uh, the the big thing that jumps out to me is is twenty fifth in the league in third down percentage um, on 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 defense. That's not good enough, forty five percent. But I think they're second in the league in three and out percentage, right? So yeah. I you might have had this point a few weeks ago that it's like either they they uh, allow they force you off the field right away. They did that last year too. Or- Right. Yeah, third, or, yeah or they let you drive all the way third down. Third in the league last year for the season in three and out percentage. It was the like the only relevant stat that they were good. At. <laughs> it was like yeah, so. literally once you get the first first down, it was a it was like an open invitation to the <laughs> exactly. end zone. But yeah, like, yeah, 
Yeah, so that's something that I'm 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 really paying attention to in this game because uh, my guess is the big emphasis is going to be get the Cowboys to third down. Cowboys are a bad third down team, 29th in the league in third down percentage, uh, and third and, and long. And that's exactly why you want you do want to see some blitzes on first and second down and, to get them into exactly exactly. Yeah. And we talked about this last year. The Eagles were 23rd last year in even getting to third down, like not giving up a first down in the first mm-hmm. two downs. They are 11th in that this year and 16th in series conversion rate overall, which which is just normal, which is fine. Like, honestly, like, I don't think this right. team needs the defense to be the 85 Bears either, just like Dallas isn't. But, uh, but, I, but, I, but I think that it is, it is important for them to just not be terrible at, at very basic things, like getting to third down and, and getting off the field on third and short and those kinds of things. And, and so, you know, the, the second thing still needs, um, still needs improvement. 52 defensive drives by the Eagles this year. 26 of them have ended in either three and outs or turnovers. That's 50%. That's league high. Uh, if you can do that all year, that's, that's yeah. great. Um, I, even I will celebrate uh, John Jans if, if that, if that's maintained, <laughs> I'm just, you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be dropping a wet ball mm-hmm. every game that many times though. So, well, uh, I do, you know, just as, as Daniz wants you to, uh, or, or Zach wants you to respond uh, to Gannon. Uh, I feel like it's, it's also time for you to respond to Zach and, and his um, <laughs> like accusations of unfairness no, that you on the on the swooper front. You know, what, do you take any affronts to uh, the way that, that Zach has accused you of, you know, denigrating the uh, the purpose that, of the game? Well, this is this is where my where my, um, you know, where my professional career overlaps with my with my uh, swooper uh, work. Um, I'm very used to students thinking it's my fault uh, <laughs> that they didn't learn and aren't very good at the at the thing that I'm teaching them. Um, and and you know like like it's like oh I thought the exam was unfair. Well, all the other students did well on the exam. Uh, you know like like I'm I'm like the rules are the same for all three players. And yet, uh, wait, excuse me two here. Excuse are, me. Two of them are laughing and having a great time every week, and one of them is, is sitting there sulking. Uh, saying that he's not even going to play, uh, calling uh, what I'm doing uh, BS, saying that I'm ruining the game. Hey, by the way, uh, there have been 22 items to hit this year, okay? Nine of them were submitted by me. Do you know how many Jacks <laughs> submitted that actually hit? Three, okay? This isn't like the 1980s NFC East where we're going to have these knockdown, drag out uh, seven to three games. Like the fans want to see the scoreboard light up. Like, Zach, what do you think the game should be? You just, this is up on uh, things that you know for the audio happen, listeners. This have is people up. been on them for no reason. I mean, come on. Okay. So, <laughs> respectful here. I never said it was unfair. You can you can go back on the tape. You can go back on the tape. That is misquoting me here. I simply, and this is not, you are doing your job. You're doing what Bo tasked you to do. I, did, I didn't my ask him to do anything. Point, it was an open invitation for him to ruin our lives. My point, my <laughs> point is that if, if there are, uh, that, that if the, the purpose of Swooper is a mechanism to discuss the game, it's a way, it's a way to creatively discuss the game. But is it? And, <laughs> well, now it's it, so. Thank you, Marissa. So there's nothing that's unfair about it. That's what I'm he just thinks. Saying it that I think I think it def- it it defeats the purpose of Swooper if we if if we don't have turkeys to allocate to the items. 
That's that. That was my only. Well, then don't point. risk and your turkeys willy nilly. The only one without turkeys usually. Does. So, <laughs> so like, like, how does that happen? So I mean, by the like, way, and have any that, having turkeys. And you also you you mischaracterized it before by saying that I purposefully wanted to sit out four of the items. You said you that you did say that. You said you're going to take no. your AirPods out. Uh, <laughs> yes, I said. I said I'm going to sit out any of them which I can lose turkey no 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 you said you're taking you said you're sitting out all dana's ones yeah <laughs> you did say that and yeah. you you should catch on to the pattern by now one of my items is usually a weird option the other two have just been normal things and you, you've been sitting those out too so i don't, I don't, I don't know <laughs> all right all right let's get to it all right well dana since you're here should we have you go first no no, no should I'm we take our second on... break first oh, you're, oh yeah let's take our second break we'll cut everybody regroup Get your get in go to your respective corners, figure out your strategies for tonight. We'll yep. come back with, with Swooper. All right. Back on Birds with Friends, Bo, Zach, Marissa, and Dennis. As we prepare for Swooper Storecasting, you are listening to the far and away leader in Swooper Storecasting on the air. Five points for me, zero points for Marissa and Zach. I would still be way out front in the old scoring system, as Dennis has pointed mm. out. Not way out front, way not out this front. out front. You would, be, you would be ahead by two instead of five, which would obviously <laughs> have made the season more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Marissa had won, or Zach had won, then they, you know, they could complain. So uh, Marissa has the most turkeys to carry over this week. She has seven, so she will have 31 with which to bid. Zach will have 25. I will have 26. Of course, we are bidding on outcomes that we uh, will see if they happen on Sunday night. You get a point if it happens. It'd be weird if you're uh, listening this far into the episode and you didn't already know the rules. Um, Zach, would you like to go first? Whatever you want. Zach, you may go first. Okay. You're already sulking. <laughs> I'm. I'm not sulking at all. Um. I'm. This is not sulking. Okay. I'm serious. Um. I'm holding serve, if you will. Right. Okay. Uh. Jordan Davis gets more snaps. Then the Cowboys have running plays. Mm. Did you steal that one from the chat? Because that was very close to one written in the chat. I did not. It's okay. I I did not. I won't do that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Five going going once. Five going twice. Six. Six going once. I'm out. Six going twice. Eh, you get it, Zach. Okay. I think you're going to get that. How many snaps did he have last week, Zach? Uh, 28, was it? Oh, yeah. Week? They're not going to run the ball that many times. But they need more plays. Um, they, Cardinals ran a lot of plays. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Davis but snaps. The, he played that many snaps last week because of the, all those five one five, right? Yeah. And so the question he, is, like, he, they also run that a lot this week to stop the run or not, right? So we'll see. He played twenty nine. He officially played twenty nine snaps. Oh, let's and, go. We got to clarify this. Are we doing? Yeah, Drew this Media? is the NFL Jesus. NFL no, this is NFL snaps? Jesus. Okay. NFL Jesus. Yep. Okay. And what if it's a tie? Yeah, you guys, you guys more with your fancy Listen. true media, you fancy true media logins that I'm very jealous of. You know, I I know Zach's birthday. I know where he went on his honeymoon. I've been trying to guess his true media login for the last two weeks, and I've just, I, it just keeps giving me. You, you know at least one of his children's names. <laughs> I know his wife's name. 
Yeah. While it's one this... of his children. I don't know if we've if we've if we've said have we said your daughter's you said Sloan? name? Okay. Yeah, Rita Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, that's that's the missing link then. Let me this gets me very this gets me very worried. Here, okay? <laughs> this is why I don't like to share personal information. <laughs> okay. I haven't gotten it yet, Zach. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll go next, Marissa. Um, okay. A defensive or special teams touchdown is scored in the game by either team. One. I'll say two. Three. Three going once. Four. The Davis one is so much more likely than this, but four going I'm once. I'm out. Four going twice. Sold to the handsome man who leads the game. Trayvon How do you Diggs feel about had, that one? Trayvon Diggs had a pick six week three last year on a ball intended for Devontae Smith in cover three. I was looking at my notes. It's good. We, we, we need this color. This is good. Yeah. Marissa, you're up. Okay. It's good when you talk about the game in Swooper. I agree. <laughs> I'm just trying to get like live analysis so I know like going forward how Deniz is feeling. Hopefully it will help me out a little bit. All right. My pick is Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons will combine for less than one and a half sacks. Fewer. Fewer than. Sorry. That's how it was written in the chat. <laughs> I'm really bad at that. I'm really bad at that. Marissa, if don't worry. Those, those, those are there was a little peek behind the curtains. We Zach and I are writing a uh, a round table uh, we're participating in, and somebody uh, whoever wrote the prompt questions had a less fewer mistake, and I just I went and corrected it. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> it's a professional journalism outfit. Come on. I, I would be so worried to touch someone else's copy. That's funny. Lawrence and. Micah, Micah Parsons. Parsons combined for fewer than one and a half sacks. One and a half. Yep. Okay. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Hmm. For context, last year, Parsons only played the first game against the Eagles, had a half a sack, and had, I believe, four quarterback hits in that game or four, four pressures. Uh, and I don't believe Lawrence was healthy for that game. Is that correct? Sounds right. Now we three games. Yeah, part of the year right. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Parsons so we're at has six. Parsons has six sacks this year. Lawrence has. Yeah. Has three. Yeah, he missed a good portion of the year last year. And and each of uh oh, well I all of Parsons has his sacks have have come in double digit sack games. He has three two sack games this year. Multiple sack games. Yes. I wasn't. I mean, I was going to leave that one, but I mean, that's a, that, <laughs> that would be a nightmare. It. If we see a double digit sack <laughs> game, it will not be a fun night. <laughs> three two. I said three two sack games. You said double digits, but oh, did, yeah. okay. We understood what you yeah. meant. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's you at, think I was at six. Yeah, I don't know. One of you was at six. Was it you? I think it was. Five. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Marissa six going seven. once. I'll go seven. I'll go eight. That's a. That's why you you get excess turkeys, right? Because mm. you can be aggressive. I credit your strategy last week for helping you this week. Well, I had too many left over last week, and I was disappointed. I like went far into the bidding after watching the tape, and then I didn't get them, and then I left with too many. So it going last once week was thirty three percent, or yeah, there's three exactly. It going twice. Use them. All it's Marissa's sold. Okay. Well, you didn't know that I was I wasn't going to jump in. 
All right. All right. Here we go. I'm nervous. All right. So uh, this is item number four. And uh, you might remember this auction type from last year's Tampa Bay uh, playoff game. Mm. Uh, you have not been able to, uh, we haven't been able to do this this year because you kind of need an auctioneer uh, to do it um, who isn't one of the bidders. And and so I was kind of waiting for uh, for an opportunity to, to, to be the auctioneer. And here we go. This is going to be a Dutch auction. Um, the, this is the famous uh, when Zach yelled swooper last year. Um, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of auction where I'm going to start with the uh, with the uh, number of turkeys who the person with the most turkeys has, so that's twenty three, right? Correct. Yeah, twenty three for Marissa. Okay, so I'm going to start at twenty three, and I'm going to say twenty three, twenty two, twenty one, twenty at about that speed. Okay, nineteen, eighteen, and then whoever yells swooper gets the item for whatever the last number I said was. Okay. okay. The item is the Eagles' defense forces two or more turnovers the context uh the eagles defense is first in the league at forcing turnovers per drive have forced 11 total on the year so a little bit more than two a game the dallas offense is first in the league at avoiding turnovers uh they have only committed two turnovers on the season um so i'm basically saying they're going to commit two or more uh this game They've only committed two on the year. So that's the item. The Eagles defense forces two or more turnovers. Right? We are not counting turnovers on downs. Not tu No turnovers on downs and no special teams turnovers. The, the Eagles defense has to be getting the okay. turnovers. Yeah, no, turnover okay. on downs doesn't count. Yeah. Everybody um, ready? Yep. Okay, everyone ready? I'm going to start at mm -hmm. 23. Whoever says swooper first. Oh, man, this is such dramatic tension. This is great. Now, this is the opposite. This is great podcasting. Gets the item. Okay, we ready? Uh-huh. And then that person pays whatever number I said um, I said last, and Zach also pays that many. I was just going to say that. Oh, that was okay. a joke. Okay, you got my heart started beating. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah. So. All right, you ready? <laughs> 23. 22. 21. 20. 19. 18. 17. 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Super, super. Oh, that was me. Zach got it. No way. Absolutely. No way. Oh, you can't say it first. I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't know guess. what, like, like because well, I, I'm you're famously I'm the in the tank for Zach. You, so I'm probably yes. the best judge, right? Sorry, Marissa. That's okay. Uh, I'll give it to Zach. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I just right, can't wait to. I intentionally did off. one that isn't that good because I wanted it to go a little longer. That's interesting. It's funny that we all had six as our number. <laughs> wait, you did too, Bo? You did yeah. Two? Oh. You all you yelled. You all yelled. Oh, I didn't even. I was just focused on getting. Oh man, I really thought I had it too. That'll be a that'll be a good drop once you guys work on the swooper theme song. You can have yes. like all three yelling swooper at the week. same time as part of the song. Yep. Yeah. And it'll be it'll also be interesting once you can. Marissa will be able to do some tricks on the audio front to make sure that on the track she does go first. Oh, she yeah. says it like two seconds before. She's gonna edit it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And then we're, and it's... then if this is the difference in the game, I'm gonna like yeah. you know challenge the game, protest. Yes. Call the league yeah. office. You know. 
<laughs> it seems the commenters did hear me first. Mm. Okay. Okay. So. All right. I'll give it to you, Zach. I'll be a fair. I'll be a good sport. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Makes, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Zach. You get to you get to put up the next bid. Okay. Zach has thirteen bid. turkeys left. Marissa has twenty three. I have twenty two. Okay. Cooper Rush has a better quarterback rating than Jalen Hurts. One. And for context here, Cooper Rush's quarterback rating uh, in each game that he has started this year has he he's been pretty good in this area. Uh, he was ninety five point five against Cincinnati, ninety eight point two against the Giants, one hundred seven point five against Washington, and eighty point seven last week against the Rams. And then Jalen Hurts, I have him. Here and quarterback rating, well. of course, does not include rushing. So, yes. Uh, Jalen Hurts' quarterback rating has been 89.9 last week, 72.8 the week before, 123.5 the week before, 108.7 the week before, 80.6 the week before. Um, you mean, yeah, you do mean passer rating, right? This is the the QBR. Yeah, on, on yeah. not QBR. I'm sorry. But not QBR. Passer. Oh. Yeah, passer rating. Okay, okay. Passer rating. Okay. Um, just, just throw it all out there since we like to get ahead of things. What if Dak Prescott is to – start this game mm, good well, then Ooh. you don't get that you don't get it it's not cooper rush okay okay i mean it doesn't look like Classic that but Scott fashion by the way just just submitting items that clearly aren't going to hit keeping the scoring low just wasting everyone's time <laughs> go on i just had to ask you know it's a good you know yeah. could happen three going once um three going twice sold uh, that's a good one. Oh, I was about. I, well, sure you, okay. I mean, you can't hem and haw. You got it. I did for three. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good one, Bo. Yeah, I was like, I was in three. a basketball auction last night when John Collins went way lower than he should have, and I was Go Deeks. kicking myself thereafter. All right. A quarterback sneak fails to get a first down or touchdown by either team during the game. Mm, we just saw that in the Thursday night game tonight. Um, one. Hey, spoiler alert! I'm taping it. I'm just. I'm just oh, kidding. sorry. <laughs> I'm it's a real. Kidding. It's it's real, real intriguing. It was zero, one zero. of these for the Eagles last week. Uh, of course, they ran like seven or eight of them. Two. Three. Did you say it has? It it has to be fourth and one. No, no, just a, a quarterback sneak is attempted that does not gain the, the line to get. Uh, okay. Or a touchdown. It doesn't have to be fourth and one. No. Okay. You said two? I believe. I think I said three. Uh, okay, yeah, you said three. Three going once. Three going twice. I'll say four. Four going once. Five. Five going once. Five going twice. Sold okay. to Marissa. I don't love that one, but I feel like I keep going in these bidding and I'm not actually walking away with. You got to have items, some skin so. in the game. Yeah. Okay. 
Jalen Hurts attempts less than 30 passes. This one fewer. was submitted fewer, fewer than. Jeez. <laughs> I'm reading them directly from the chat. This the chatters. Is, yeah. We, you know, we've got a game theory professor. We're going to need an English professor in yeah. for, this, for the chat. I'm not good at it either. So um, this one was uh, submitted by Squidward, who's always in our chat, loyal listener. Um, and he says that Jalen Hurts has only done this once this season. So. What was the thing again? I mean, you weren't listening. Uh, I was too so focused one. on the grammar. <laughs> Wait, so fewer than 30? Fewer than yeah. 30 passes. Attempts fewer than 30 passes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big, Four. I mean, big uh, Five. range of possibilities here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how injured. many do I have overall? You have 13 left. Marissa Six. has 18. I have 19. Seven. Six. Eight. Nine. <sighs> um, Zach. Pained as if he was Ten. stabbed in the abdomen for the audio listeners. 10. 11. Mm. <laughs> 12. 13. You got it. Uh, I, I can't go any higher. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm expecting the Eagles to really uh, focus on running the ball this game. Dallas, like I said earlier, Dallas's run defense is inferior to their pass defense. I think the Eagles are going to try to neutralize the pressure the pressure rate by more RPOs, more more rollouts, more quarterback runs. Uh, and, and additionally, I don't believe this is going to be a shootout, right? So um, the games when, when Hurts has – well, they haven't been shootouts, but the Eagles have uh, – yeah, have, have tried to pick up points through the air. I think this is going to be a big round game for the Eagles. So that's why I like Marissa's bid there. This, this is a good time to remind people that the Eagles had five designed running plays in the entire game in week three last year. Um, it was, it yep. was well yeah. said. And, and, you know, the two of them were, were zone reads that Micah Parsons blew up. Uh, and, you know, one of them was an RPO that actually went for 24 yards and one of them was in garbage time. I mean, it was just, it was all passing the whole game. And that's when, if you guys remember, like it was around that time that, that everything changed. Uh, so, yes. All right. Dennis, you're up for your uh, second prompt. All right. Uh, this is going to be uh, an interesting kind of auction as well. Since I'm here, I thought we would do, we would make them all interesting. This time. I have uh, 19. I Zach it. has 13. Marissa has five. Three. Uh, sorry. One of Marissa has five. This is going to be yeah. um, I, five. There's no like official name for this because it's not a standard. Uh, there's there is a thing called a reverse Dutch auction, but that's not what this is. This is an increasing price Dutch style auction. Okay. Instead of working down, I'm going to work up. And the way it's going to work is the, the numbers keep on going to keep on going up. And you have to yell, I'm out when you're out. Okay. Um, if you're yeah. out of turkeys, you're just out automatically. Okay. But, but otherwise, you have to yell, I'm out. And whoever yells, I'm out last uh, gets the item for whatever the number that I just said last is. Okay. So it's like the opposite okay. of the other one. Um, now Marissa only has I like five turkeys, so if I get above five, then she's out automatically. So you guys, the rest of you should know that. Like, so once I'm above five, there are only going to be two of you left. Okay. I'd like to make one adjustment. Yeah. It's not, it's his game. Swooper out. <laughs> swooper instead out. of I'm out. Swooper out. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought I I spent way too much time thinking about what it should be today, <laughs> and the best thing I could come up with was was I'm out. Which is terrible. All right, fine. I'm out. Swooper if you thought out about is, it, is actually uh, it's slightly better. Okay. Let's let's use swooper, swooper out. out. Okay, swooper, swooper out. out. Swooper out. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Um, the item is the Eagles score more than 2.5 points per drive. Uh, this is uh, mm -hmm. drives as tabulated by football outsiders, which means kneel down drives don't count. Kneel down drives at the end of the half don't count. 2.5 points per drive. Currently, the Eagles are sixth in the league at 2.46 points per drive. Uh, they scored 2.5 points per drive in the game last week, a game in which everyone said they didn't score very much. Uh, that's actually, yeah, they actually drives. scored quite a lot, given that there were only eight possessions. Um, so I'm basically saying they're going to um, sit, get more than that. And if it's exactly 2.5, it doesn't count. So it has to be more than, than 2.5. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the item. Oh, by the way, Dallas is third in the league at um, at points per drive allowed. They are only allowing 1.33 uh, points per drive. And the, the league average is 1.98. Um, so, all right. Okay. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm starting at zero and working up. Um, one, two, three, four. Swooper out. I'm out. Swooper out. Swooper out. Well, no, I'll okay, wait till so you say. Zach it. and Marissa both said swooper out after I said four, so Bo gets it for four. Okay, great. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right, Zach, you're up. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling this up here. Uh, the the Cowboys convert more third downs than the Eagles, and like I said earlier, um, the uh, the the Cowboys third down offense is 29th in the league at 30.9 percent. Eagles third down offense eighth. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sixth in the league at 43.8 percent. The Eagles third down defense. Is four is twenty fifth in the league at forty five point three percent. Cowboys third down defense is tenth in the league at thirty three point eight percent. So basically, who does better against the opposing defense? The Cowboys against the Eagles defense on third downs, or the Eagles against but the Cowboys? But it's defense? just raw conversions. Raw, yeah, raw conversions, not percentage. Should we make it percentage? No, it's your it's your it's your thing. I, I, I was doing it based on raw conversions, but it's fine for the don't, don't apologize. For no, it. no, I think, I think that's almost more fun. Raw third, okay. Because then, it, because the Eagles could still do better, but if they give yeah. up more third down opportunities, which is okay. a perfect time to bring up the fact that the Dallas offense is dead last in the league at getting first downs before third down. They only get them forty percent of the time. Uh, the league average is close to fifty. Uh, they therefore get more third down opportunities than anybody else in the league because they also don't turn it over. So they don't turn the ball over, and they and they don't. Um, they're first in the league at avoiding turnovers, but also somehow last in the league at getting first downs on the first two downs. So they have more mm -hmm. third down opportunities than anyone else in the league. That's good context. I didn't realize that. That's that's good to know. Two. Uh, three. I'm out on this one. Four. Five. Six. Six going once. Yours. You got it. Six going twice, sold. All right. All right. Bo is up for his last one. The time that the post-game podcast ends. <laughs> Throwback. Minutes after midnight is larger than the number of yards the Cowboys gain from scrimmage. 
So if the podcast ends at 2.30, that's 150 minutes after midnight. And you're comparing that to the Cowboys yards from scrimmage. So might have to be a late night pod. But we've had some late night pods. This is a Sunday primetime game. So the problem here is that Marissa is low on turkeys. And Bo can keep a late night pod going with the best of them. So if Bo wins this. <laughs> That's exactly uh, right. This, so, yeah. So I mean, Zach, you need, a, you need to win it. I, I, uh, I don't think the Cowboys are going to have an offensive explosion. And I certainly don't hope we don't have a podcast that's going until 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. So. Yeah, but we won't uh, even it's start. In, it's in your control to make me disincentivized to keep the podcast going. Now that you frame it like that, how many turkeys do I have? You have 13. <laughs> all in. No, I know. I, I know. have nine. Yeah. Go all in. Um, no. One. Uh, three. Five. Come on, uh, Six. Yes. Seven. How many do we have after this? Two more. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. Uh, seven going once. You have it for seven. Seven going twice. You have it for seven. Well. How is that? You are making your own bed, my friend. And you are not going to get to literally, sleep Quite literally, probably. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm making my bed on Sunday morning, and I'm like, well, Emily will be in it, but I will not. <laughs> flex. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's a flex to say my wife's going to be sleeping in bed. Yeah. Yes. Your bed. All right. Okay. We do share a bed. Yes. I, I'm willing to to uh, admit as much on the podcast. Keep that in mind for the password. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> All right, Marissa, you're up. <laughs> okay. There will be at least two NBC camera shots of someone cooking cheesesteaks. Oh, mm. two. Mm. So I think we should start this like at like eight o'clock. Yeah, what are we uh, like? Wh what I if think it's it has the... to be two separate times. Now it could be the same okay. shot twice, but it needs oh, okay. to be. Okay, so at least two shots, two separate shots. Yes. Okay, so if it's, it's if it's like an exterior of, of Pat's. And yeah. then an interior of them cooking steaks. That doesn't count because it's the same segment. I would say I would. I took it as two separate occurrences. Okay, so probably two if, bumpers. If, if well, it's Pat's and Gino's, if maybe they're at both of them. But if it's the same bumper, uh, it's a little. This is a little nebulous. A little tough there, to... there was a video going around Venus? of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts cooking a cheesesteak. They might show mm. that. Yeah. Right. That oh count. yes. We did yes. see it. We saw that on Monday night uh, on the minicast, right? That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, Dan is all right. It's it's up to your final judging. Does two shots? Wait, why is it up to me? Because <laughs> you're, you what are is the, it? The swooper god. I, I think just for it to be more likely, because I like high scoring and entertainment, unlike um, you know Zach and his you know three items that have fit all year. I think I think we should make this. Um, Zach plays super like it's just, Thursday night even football. If it's just two angles of the same place. Like I think it should count. So okay. the only thing that doesn't count is if it's like one shot of cheesesteaks on the grill and and that's it. Okay, I'm in. But just so just yeah. one cut is all it takes. But there have to be cheesesteaks on both of them. It can't be an exterior. Okay. 
It has yeah. to be people making and, cheese sticks. And it has to be cooking. Yeah, they can't just be eating cooking. the cheese sticks. Cooking. They gotta be yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. the cheese sticks. Like chopping okay. them, yeah. Not, not eating and not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. One. Two. Two. Three. Bows out. Um, bows out? Yes. At th- I only have two left. Three. Yeah. So, and there's one more after this. You're out at how many? She's got five left. Okay. Uh, four. How many Zach have left? Thirteen. Five. You can have. Okay. Zach. <laughs> Bo, I went into tonight with a strategy. Yeah, but you could have taken. My you could have taken both. both of these. <laughs> yes, but I want. I want. Look, this is a one-point week. Okay. Yeah, you're we right. Are, you're right. Okay. Yeah. The the points this 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 season have come on multi point weeks. I want to go in with excess amount of turkeys. So once she used five turkeys and you have three turkeys left, then I know I can get the next one for four, and I can or no, well, I can get the next one at a certain number, and then you can, and then I can carry over a lot of turkeys. So, anyways. That's my uh, rationale. That's true. That's good strategy. But I will say you are playing into Dennis's hands. You're playing for a tie. This is extremely anti-exciting. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah. but but, th- but these are the rules of engagement. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have good news for everyone. Um, one of the problems with item 12, which I have been submitting every week, is that it usually just goes to whoever has the most turkeys left. And it's kind of boring. For <laughs> you can borrow? Therefore. Uh, I'm going to uh, do something a little different. This is going to be a regular auction. However, after the item is sold, there will be a resale market. The person (laughs) who wins the item can auction it off to the other two people who can borrow from next week's turkeys to buy it. Mm. Ooh. I like this way, this. you know, and I think this is actually a good idea for every week because otherwise, like, like everyone's kind of out by by the end. So, you know, I won't. You know, we'll but that's part of the fun is like you don't know what it's still. It's, yeah, it's still you don't a, know. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. But 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 here's the. It's deal. a Willy Wonka okay, type so. thing. It could be a, you know, a vomit jelly bean. <laughs> yeah. So the item is the Eagles win the game. Hmm. And uh, like I said, it's just going to be a normal auction. So you guys can can just bid for it the normal way. Three. Um, so Zach wins it for three. Don't know why he didn't say two, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought, Bo, I thought Bo had three. Bo I thought Bo two. had three. I had two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then I, okay. I did a few turkeys. Yeah. Only one turkey left. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zach, it is now and your I- uh, item. And you can auction it off to Marissa and Bo if you want. Uh, you start the bidding. No, I want to carry it. You're gonna keep it? Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh wait, 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 wait. Let's There's see. no price at uh, which you would sell it. Like you're not even. No, I know there is a price. Okay. All right. What will you guys buy it for? You can start, you can start at whatever number you want. You're the auctioneer. Okay. Do I get these turkeys for next week, by the exactly. way? Exactly. You're selling it. So you get the Oh, okay. The I'm sorry. I thought I just I thought I just deplete from from their reservoir. No, 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 next no, week. no. So it, it, it feeds into exactly what you want to do. Like it gives oh. you turkeys for next week. And if okay. one of them thinks that this will put them over the top, they might be willing. It might be worth more to them than it is to you. Hence the resale market. Okay. Um, Zach, I'll real buy quick it auction four. theory note, by the way, auctions are great for efficiency because they go to the person who values the item the most. However, 
due to budget constraints, that doesn't always happen. And there are severe budget constraints in, in, in item 12. So I'm trying to fix that problem by letting you guys use yeah. next week's service. Okay. But they're going directly to Zach. They go to Zach, exactly. So you're paying Zach. You should keep that in mind uh, when you're when you're bidding. And then Zach, um, again, you you can start the bidding anywhere you want, but if they bid, then then you have to honor yeah. the, the auction. You can't like change your mind okay. after it's over. Okay. Um, let's start the bidding at 13. What? <laughs> 13? How confident are you in the Eagles winning? I'm not willing to give well, I, you third. I'm mean, that's a, a 26 turkey swing. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, so that's then a, I will. Bring it, like so then I'll bring it down then. Oh, then <laughs> you're going to bring it down. Yeah. Well, this is what happened. Have, have you ever been to a. Uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to an auction when they say hundred dollars, hundred dollars, hundred dollars, yeah, and they he, say, "All right, yeah, you can bring it down." There's nothing wrong with yeah. That's what I'm saying. Then give me okay. Okay. They start a hundred. All right, then fifty dollars, fifty dollars. So that kind of thing, right? It that's usually what, goes up, not, but <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to, to start but, low and let the bidding make it go up, but that's okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So then let's start at the bottom then. Okay, we'll start at three. I'll I'll give it to you for three. Okay, go up to five. Wait, what? It's just, <laughs> Sorry, it's just an auction now. Marissa said three. It's an auction between Marissa and Bo. So then this is what I didn't understand. That's why I was starting it at a high number. So now I have to honor three. Well, why did you well, say if I don't. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> it's just the 13 was kind of crazy. <laughs> I do like that you said five, though. That was a good throwback. I'll give you four. <laughs> so <laughs> I could just be a real jerk and stop. So he's got to give it to Bo for. Four. I thought about really letting you just have it for three and really. <laughs> I was good with it. I was good with it. Chuck, I, you're not even trying to win this week. These are free turkeys for next week. It's good. <sighs> I'll do five. I can't let Bo win, but I would love for. <laughs> I should have let you have it for three. I think that would have been much funnier. Yeah, because that's what he bought it for. <laughs> I'd like to rescind my bit of four. Uh, going once, Zach. You're supposed to be the auctioneer, but I'll do it for you. Going once. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not thrilled with the way this has gone going here. Five going once, five going twice. Who wants it? Who wants five? Do six. I have a five? Do I have a six here? Six. Six go. Uh, do I hear You're seven? Anyone have seven? <laughs> Anyone have seven? Well, Anyone have seven? Yeah. Okay, he has six. No. Going six, six going once. Do I hear a seven? Do I hear a seven? Seven in the back. Seven in six. the back. What That's do you mean? Idea. No one said six, Zach. All right. I said six. You did? Oh, you Hope did? Said six. Oh, didn't yes. Okay. Professor Selman, you must listen here. Okay, so... <laughs> We, wow, we have Bo. a six in the top. I thought we were in this together. I will. I thought so we have too. A, but we have I a six you have in the top three. right corner. Do I have a seven? Do I have a seven? Anyone here? I'll do I hear seven. A seven. Seven in the top left corner. Do I hear an eight? Do I hear an eight? Anyone have an eight? Seven going once. Seven going. Is is that an eight? Do I hear eight over there? Seven going twice. Uh, do I hear an eight? Do I hear an eight? Uh, I I see a hand going up. Do I hear an eight? 
going one. <laughs> no. His hand went no, up. No, no, that's no, an eight. No, no. That's, that's not an eight. I am not okay. eight. Marissa's got it. Okay. okay. All right. Marissa we, gets we, it for we, seven. So Marissa gets a start really... next week with 17 turkeys. Yeah. Zach, basically Zach you're going to start you're going to start with 41 turkeys. 41 turkeys and Bo's going to start with 26. Okay. Wow. But that item goes to Marissa. To Marissa. All right. I need a win this week. So Marissa, you have the uh Micah Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence fewer than one and a half sacks, a quarterback sneak fails, Jalen Hurts throws fewer than 30 passes. There are two shots of a cheesesteak being cooked and the Eagles win. Zach, you have uh, Jordan Davis snaps are higher than Cowboys rush attempts, and the Eagles force at least two turnovers. I have uh, a defensive special teams touchdown. The uh, Cooper Rush quarterback rating is higher, uh, passer rating is higher than Jalen Hurts's. Uh, what else here? I can't even read my own handwriting. My uh, my post game pod one. The uh, Cowboys' third downs are more than the Eagles' third downs and more than two and a half something. Uh, points per drive. Points per drive. There it is. All right. Well, Dennis, you have been uh, here the whole time. We might as well ask you for your crystal ball eagle prediction. Oh, no, no. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, last <laughs> week, uh, you know, I, I predicted 20 and 0 for the season officially, right? Um, yeah. I'm on pace. I said the Eagles would be favored in every game uh, until the bye. That's also been true. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Dallas is as as as, as good as people are saying. And um, and you know, okay. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be part of the fans, so I'll do what Bo does and pander to the fans and be like, you know, it's going to be a wild atmosphere mm. uh, <laughs> and all that. And it's so nice to get a Dallas game that means something. We've had so many of these, like week seventeen, week eighteen, at home like especially. Three of yeah. the last four, I think, have been like meaningless week uh, last game. Um, like you know, 2016, 2017, last year, we're all like that. So nice to um, nice to get a real one. But yeah, I think I think the Eagles will win the game. Um, it might be close, but Eagles will win. All right, uh, I'll go quickly. Uh, I think uh, I just I just don't see the Eagle, the Cowboys offense uh, keeping up in this game. I think the Cowboys defense will make some plays, but they're not going to be able to stop the Eagles uh, from scoring all game long. Uh, as much as I think they'll be able to run the ball, I also think that they'll have some opportunities on the opposite side of Trayvon Diggs. Um, I do sort of think that this might be an A.J. Brown game after last week. And I have the Eagles winning and holding on at the end in a uh, a the the least or the, the greatest amount of one score game it can possibly be Eagles 24, Cowboys 16. So you don't have the Eagles covering this. This line was less. I checked at six points. I you do have, have 2164. You have 21. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said 2164. Sorry, I did not hear you yeah, correctly. That's okay. Um, so I, I see this game similarly in that I think that the, I think this Cowboys defense is good, in particular their pass rush, but I don't think the Eagles are, are, are gonna be throwing it the same way, say the Rams tried to last week, right? Uh I think the Eagles believe they can run on anyone and they can and they can run. On the Cowboys, you're going to see a lot of quarterback runs this game. I think they're going to continue to lean into that. And I think defensively, uh, the Eagles are, are, are going to trust their run defense. This is going to be a big Jordan Davis game. But I think this it's going to be a uh, um, a possession game, a time of, of 
uh, a time of possession game. So I don't expect many drives. Um, I expect them to hold on to the ball longer. So I, I think this is going to hit the under. I was And uh, I like the Eagles winning, but I like the Cowboys covering. I have the Eagles 20, Cowboys 16. I believe the Eagles, I believe that the Cowboys have not allowed a team to score more than 20 points this season. And the Eagles have, have uh, not scored fewer than 20 points this season, right? So one of those we, might have to give here. We do need to go back to the tape because I, I wonder if you are now six for six in picking the favorite to win but not cover. Uh, good question. Um, no, I, I picked them to cover against Washington. Okay. Yeah, I I do believe now. I can't tell you that with certainty, but I, I do believe I picked them to win against Washington. But yeah, I, I do take that the both sides there. Uh, but I, I think I mean, Dallas I covers. I got to have something yeah, to brag about afterwards. I think Dallas covers Eagles win. Uh, so 20 to 16 Eagles Eagles advance to six and zero. And then a big question that comes after the game is, is this a bad time for a buy? Right. And a matter of fact, I actually think this is a good time for a buy. I, I, I think, yeah, from the players perspectives, having talked to them about this in the past, they don't look at where it is in the overall in like the 18 week season. They they include training camp in the preseason in there too, right? Because they've been going now since since July. So actually, the this buy falls at a decent time there, and uh, players will get refreshed and they come back against Kenny Pickett and the Steelers on October 30th. Schedule gets really quirky. There are going to be two games in the next 28 days after this one. Um, and they will be four days apart. <laughs> so very <laughs> weird uh, scheduling. Mini buy comes uh, very shortly after the real buy. And and it's 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 more than the normal mini buy because they have this weird Thursday to Monday turnaround. Yeah, that's right? why it's only and that's why it's two yeah. and twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so that's the you usually don't see the Monday game after the Thursday game. Yeah. Hey guys, listen. Have a good time. Enjoy your rest, but be smart. You know, you're, you're, you are accountable to your teammates. We talk about accountability. You are accountable to your teammates, even when you're not at the facility. Be smart. Otherwise, have fun. I'd like to quickly amend my prediction. I wasn't prepared for Crystal Bald Eagle. Um, I should I should mention that I'll be at the game with my buddy Feldman. Okay, shout out Feldman. Uh, shout out uh, Feldman. Feldman and I were, were in the stands together when the Sixers made it to the NBA Finals in 2001. We were behind home plate, standing room only, when Brad Lidge uh, finished the World Series that the Phillies won. Uh, we were in the stands when the uh, Eagles advanced to uh, the Super Bowl uh, back in 2004. And we were in the stands together week 17 of 2008, which means that my prediction is Eagles 44, Dallas 6. I feel like I need a little bit more Feldman backstory. We can talk about Feldman more later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Bucks game seven you were at. We were at all you the NBA at... Finals games too, but that didn't fit my narrative very much. So. Corey, but were you there? Were you there when? Were you there for the second round? Every Vince playoff shot. game that year, we had we had playoff strips. Wow, yeah, fifty three dollars okay. a game, including NBA Finals, which was uh, which is less than it costs now. Bruce, did did you think that, <laughs> did you think Vince Carter's shot was going in? Oh yeah, definitely. It was coming towards us, and yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was scary. That. That Heart that stopped. run was Heart stopped. Not as yeah. much as when the ball to Julio Jones was in the air. Mm. But uh Yeah, that's that Sixers run. I I I remember that so so distinctly. So Yeah, no, right. that was great. Shout out to uh, to Feldman. Feldman. All right. The Sixers were fun and likable. 
but this is in the Sixers. Mm -hmm. And you've also written the Phillies out of your life. Yeah, it's weird. I don't really know why. But uh, yeah, baseball lost me at some point, and uh, I don't really know. It was a weird. Not enough auctions. This is a fun, likable team. You should get into this Phillies team. They're, yeah, I can't yeah. do the bandwagon thing. I can't like suddenly start watching. No. Okay. No. All of a sudden, you start you start scoring every game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Starting their defensive shifts. Yeah. Disingenuous. The Sixers, they, they, I don't know. I think the Sixers are fun this year. Like, I can't, I, I can't get. I know the Flyers are opening tonight. Can't really get behind that one, but uh, Sixers are fun this year for sure. All right. Well, Daniz, you have been uh, extremely generous with your time. As always, we thank you for joining us. We thank everybody for listening and uh, the sickos of you who watched live. So for Marissa and Zach and Daniz and Feldman, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. We will talk to you very early, Monday morning most likely. And as always, we love you.